0: So we come from the tourism panel, uh, where we have a very optimistic message about the future, to uh, a panel on uh, real estate and to some extent hospitality. Uh, real estate is another market where uh, short-term dislocations create long-term opportunities. And of course, the real estate market is one of the markets that may be quite changed as a result of the pandemic. So we have with us a great group of panelists uh, who are most of them representing uh, significant foreign investment into the Greek market. So it is very interesting to see not only the support coming from one of the major, the major Greek bank to the sector, but also the uh, investment inflow uh, through these Greek entities into the Greek real estate market. And I uh, will uh, thank Pedros Machas. Uh, from uh, my partners uh, who every year moderate this panel and I'd like to, inv- to welcome my friends Stelios, Telis, uh, Tassos, George and George and, Stel- uh, and uh, Petro floor is George. Thank you. Thank you, Nico, very
1: much. Thank you for uh, what you and Olga do all these years, uh, which is extremely important for uh, Greek uh, investments and for especially real estate. Um, I'm really honored and um, humbled, I, I, I want to say, to, to have this very significant panel. Um, all of you know who they are. Stelios Agos is uh, known to all of us as a major investor in both parts of the Atlantic. Uh, in real estate, he has done tremendous investments both in Greece and abroad. George christer with Rivalia has done Uh, a a very successful um, presence in the Greek market attracting international investors and cornerstone uh, investors. George Kormas also is somebody who is uh, extremely knowledgeable and he's somebody who managed to make a a banking uh, arm uh, let's say uh, of uh, the Piraeus real estate uh, uh, as a a very uh, very bold and very uh, uh, a uh, very uh, attractive uh, uh, investment vehicle in the Greek market. Uh, Aris Karitinos with Prodea have done a tremendous job, as we know, all of us in Greece. And uh, Tasos Kazinos with uh, Trastor uh, is uh, one of the most uh, knowledgeable figures of the Greek market, and uh, uh, he has attracted significant interest uh, of uh, uh, investors. I don't uh, uh, think I need to say more. Uh, I was planning... to to talk about the the current situation of the market, but I think it's much more interesting to give the floor to our panelists who know very well the market. And I think that uh, um, we should start with Stelios Avos, who can give us an overview of the situation the current situation in Greek real estate and the macroeconomic prospects of this sector. Stelios? Thank you, Petro, very much. Uh, We would like to start
2: by identifying that uh, clearly this pandemic-related recession is not a general recession. It's a sectorial recession. It affects very specific sectors, the international travel, the entertainment, and hospitality. These sectors represent important segments of the Greek economy. And as a result, both the Greek economy and the real estate have been affected by the pandemic. Uh, We cannot accurately evaluate at this moment the extent, the quantitative extent, but we can identify specific predominant trends. And uh, we can see as a first observation that while the real estate investment companies, the rich, been discounted uh, and uh, affected much deeper in the United States and in Europe, in Greece, the impact was much less, uh, which shows some resilience of the market to a certain extent. But I'd like to go to the specific trends and describe them. We see that the industrial and logistic segment, due to the exponential growth of e commerce, is particularly active. And in Greece, this has become a, a predominant sector where people invest. Also, what we see is that the data centers start becoming also a very important uh, investment target for Greece. A lot of the executives of the big high tech companies, they claim that water remains the same, oil gets depleted, but data is ubiquitous. Data continuously expands and grows and whoever controls the data will control the future of the growth. So that's why data centers are becoming so important. Uh, In the office sector also, we see a dramatic diversification. The class A offices, which provide uh, better conditions uh, for health, are becoming quite more stable, while we will see clearly that the B and C class tend to have a weaker demand. Uh, the interesting part that we could look at is the hospitality, which has been affected in its week because of lack of tourism. But there, we might potentially see opportunities of this location. Potentially, hotels could be
1: identified. Oh, s- sorry to interrupt, but uh, we don't have a lot of time. So we'll get back with questions regarding hospitality and these subsectors, And I'm sure... <laughs> And the and
2: trends. So yeah. in that aspect, uh, we see that different segments do represent a very specific different demand for the yeah. investors. As a prospect, we do believe that uh, Greece will become again an investment destination for the capital for very simple reasons. The low rates from the European Central Bank will remain, which makes the real estate yields more attractive than other investments. And we also have the next generation EU, EU funding, which will bring money for different structure and other different investments in Greece.
1: And that will give a prospect uh, for Greece. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you very much, Stelius. Thank you. And I'll go first to George Hrysikos. And uh, what I want... George, is that, as we know, the situation is a given. And uh, what did Grivalli decide to do in order to tackle
3: th- this crisis? The crisis? Uh, thank you, Petro. I mean, uh, and hi to, to everyone who's uh, participating in this uh, digital conference. I mean, uh, apart from the obvious first moves in order to uh, to make the Grivalli organization uh, able to function uh, during the lockdowns and uh, with the remote uh, working etc uh, the first thing to 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 do was to try to assess the impact of this uh, pandemic in the in the greek economy and i, uh, I have to say that uh, we were quite pessimistic uh, early uh, in advance uh, uh, projecting a significant impact in the, in the GDP of the country. And we were the ones that we also believe that uh, there's going to be also uh, some spillover effect in uh, the year to come. Uh, the second thing was to uh, understand not the, the short-term impact of this uh, uh, coronavirus into the Greek real estate, but uh, the long-term. And the long-term uh, effect uh, is driven by, uh, you know, the digitalization, uh, the remote working, and how uh, big corporations will uh, uh, continue their, their working remotely or not. And we had to, to assess and try to, to understand the changes in the uh, in the the retail consumer behavior uh, because that uh, has an an impact in the retail real estate and finally to 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 try to predict the the hospitality trends and the touristic behavior going forward i mean having analyzed that i think we have formulated a, a strategy and uh, we are trying to position ourselves in assets that we believe uh, are going to become the winners of this uh, crisis and to gradually disengage from assets that uh, uh, might become uh, problematic going forward. George, will come later to, to
1: the winners and the losers of this uh, uh, situation. I just want to go to George Kormas and ask him about pireus Bank and Pireu's Real Estate. Uh, what was the position and, uh, the, that you took and your, the immediate actions that uh, the bank took in, in order to, to tackle the situation? Did you approach it as a, as a long-term disruption or as something more temporary uh, which, does not affect, uh, which will not affect the Greek real estate market? Uh,
4: thank you, Petros. I would like to say good afternoon to everybody participating. Uh, remotely on this uh, panel, and panel and thank you very much Nicolas uh, and Olga for organizing once again an excellent event. Coming back to your question Petros, I have to say that uh, obviously we did the obvious at the beginning as a group uh, operating with a sense of uh, responsibility uh, and according to our corporate responsibility agenda and uh, we there through contributed substantially to the to the avoidance of the further spread of the coronavirus uh, as well as the mitigation of its effects from the first moment uh, on a precautionary basis obviously uh, we worked uh, hand in hand with uh, the state and uh, aimed in ensuring the health and safety of our customers employees and associates uh, as a whole on top of that, uh, the bank uh, did uh, loads of contributions uh, to the Greek state uh, in in form of uh, yeah, medical equipment and similar. Uh, apart from that, and uh, we took the stance that uh, this was uh, not uh, something that would last for uh, for long. But nevertheless, the impact. Uh, was immediate immediate. So we had to be there for all our employees, but mainly for our customers as well. So the main uh, our main concern was to work closely with uh, all of uh, our clients in order to correctly assess their COVID-related uh, impact on their businesses and to offer them uh, innovative solutions to support them, overcome the negative impact uh, of the pandemic crisis. So all in all, we did anticipate that this would be, uh, we didn't know at the beginning. And obviously we were uh, planning for a longer period up until now. Now there are some good news on the market that we all know. Uh, All in all, and to put it in a phrase, I would say that, my personal approach and the approach, obviously, of the Piraeus Bank Group was to prepare for the worst uh, and uh, hope and uh, be there for the best. Thank and you, this George is George. the role of, uh, of our group in total, as we Thank are expanding and we are in all aspects of the Greek economy. Uh, we are there to support our customers and support our business because um, providing a, a bridge solution to our customers, it uh, obviously affects uh, our business model as well. I will come Thank to you. that
1: later because I think the, uh, the audience is very interested about the financing uh, uh, aspect of uh, this type of investments. Uh, but Probably I want good. to go to, to Aris now, to Aris Karitinos and ask him uh, his uh, stance and his uh, position towards the development situation. What Prodea did uh, in view of the situation?
5: Thank you, Uh, good morning or good evening to everyone. So I'll start by stating that uh, what exactly is the situation for us? Fortunately, our exposure to sectors that took most of the heat during the COVID crisis like retail and hospitality was less than 10% of our portfolio. So the impact on our income and operating profits for 2020 is expected to be less than ten percent with two thirds of that due to the hotel sector and in terms of valuations the impact is expected much less and in line with june's valuation which show less than one percent drop so uh, the impact uh, you see in tactical terms is is minimal Uh, in terms of our investment activity uh, this will be not be uh, you see really disrupted since the Uh, since we have enough cash and lines from the Greek banks to accommodate our investment pipeline. And if more money is needed, there is a very vivid Greek market uh, uh, for corporate bonds at very attractive rates, especially for companies like us that have a steady and secure cash flow. Uh, However, we had a disruption uh, with respect to our strategic plans on raising capital Since uh, uh, international markets uh, are now at a very heavy discount, especially Greek, uh, not Greek, uh, European REITs, uh, are, uh, uh, you see, traded at very uh, very heavy discounts. So until the markets will go back to normality, this will be an impossible task for us. Finally, I should uh, note that with Took advantage of uh, the COVID situation to enhance our digital readiness. And we achieved to have minimal nuisance uh, from the fact that more than 80% of uh, our staff was working from home. But to be honest, uh, I personally believe that uh, at least for companies like us, this is not a sustainable, this is only a, su- a sustainable situation for the long run.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank you very much, uh, Aris. And I want to go to Tasos Kazinos and uh, ask him. um, I think an interesting question. Uh, So, if you would measure Tasos uh, Trastos' investors' uh, stress level towards the situation, what would be the grade from one to ten of this stress level? What was your reaction to contain
6: the risk of this
1: crisis? Uh,
6: Thank you, uh, Pedros. Good afternoon, uh, New York, and. uh... Good evening, Athens. Thanks to the organisers for the invitation. Um, Clearly, the onset of the pandemic presented us with a classic crisis management situation, but I would not say that we got uh, stressed, Uh, but we certainly shifted gears. Uh, We heavily then focused on uh, risk management, scenario planning, rebudgeting and uh, risk mitigation efforts. And I think our approach and our response sort of centered around four pillars. Um, first and foremost, obviously came the health and safety of our staff and business continuity. We are very early on to implement remote work from January onwards. We did all the things that I think we're all accustomed to, regular disinfection of the office, sanitizers, masks and testing. And we implemented uh, and we enhanced our IT uh, systems to ensure business continuity um, for, uh, for the business. The second thing we do we did, we placed paramount importance on, uh, on asset management. We implemented uh, COVID prevention measures at our buildings. We kept close to our customers, but sometimes sadly became uh, unpleasant with collections, which as a result mitigated, however, the contracted revenue loss to about 10% which is more or less a month's lost uh, rent. Thirdly came funding. Um, The pandemic uh, found us in the middle of a capital increase. And despite the challenges, uh, we successfully completed the increase and raised 37 million. We also proceeded with refinancing three existing bond loans and reducing interest payments and amortizations and uh, secured new credit lines. And all of these actions were really aimed at shoring up the business and ensuring liquidity would never become an issue, no matter the extent and the length of the pandemic, but also providing us with uh, additional firepower to take advantage of any opportunities. And then lastly, we really reviewed our pipeline and planned investments. We dropped some deals We renegotiated and restructured other deals. In all of our new investments, we paid uh, increasing attention to the tenant profile and the credit risk, which all have resulted in us making uh, 85 million of investments uh, this year, which is eight closings, all of them in the logistics and office sector. And it has certainly not been easy due to lockdown and restricted uh, openings of cadastral offices, courts and the like. But I think it kind of demonstrated again our execution capabilities and the tenacity of the team to get the job done. So I think as a result, um, we've managed to increase our gap from 200 million to just under 290 million to date. We mitigated the revenue loss. We kept our team healthy And I'd like to believe our investors happy. although stress levels were elevated at the onset of the pandemic. I think we have managed to contain it and uh, keep the steady shape uh, on course. Thank
1: Thank you you very much,
6: Sasho. Thank
1: thank you very much.
6: I I would like to go to
1: to Aris Karitinos and ask him um, one thing. In our last year's uh, panel discussion, uh, we had the conclusion that the real estate market would would go uh, would uh, demonstrate the substantial growth uh, in the year to come which was proven absolutely right but now does COVID crisis force you to amend your outlook or you still see opportunities on the horizon
5: actually yes this is a good question Uh, I think that uh, uh, this is temporary I mean uh, this is the way we, we, we look at it and um, uh, definitely the, b- before the COVID crisis, uh, we had uh, a trend that was, uh, uh, you see, towards uh, a direction of hardening yields in all sectors and uh, also I- increasing uh, grants, increasing uh, which uh, uh, now has been definitely, uh, you see, stopped for the time being, uh, but I could say uh, uh, just interrupted not uh, stopped for good mm-hmm. so I believe that uh, when things will go back to normality then at least for most of the sectors um, maybe with uh, I have question marks about uh, maybe the retail which is uh, a sector that uh, took a very big hit during the crisis and, uh, and specific parts like uh, uh, you see Uh, not for Greece of course but for other countries uh, like uh, malls have uh, serious problems that had before the COVID crisis as well Um, but uh, for the other sectors I'm very optimistic um, especially for logistics which show that uh, they they are uh, you see sustainable during the crisis and uh, uh, they won't have a problem in the future even Uh, if uh, we'll uh, have a a shift towards, uh, you see, e-commerce. And the same stands for for the hotel business, for hospitality, because uh, um, it may be the case that hospitality will have uh, one or two uh, difficult years. But then I believe that there will be, uh, then we have a V-shape, you see, curve. And... uh, the demand will be huge. So uh, that's why we are, uh, you see, very optimistic and we keep investing in uh, in, in these sectors. Thank you very much. Uh, George uh, Hrysikos, I
1: would like to ask you, uh, because you, you spoke before about the winners uh, uh, of this crisis, the subsectors would, which will be the winners in this crisis. Can you please tell us what is your view on which subsectors
3: of the real estate will be the winning sectors after this crisis? Yes, our, our view is that the, the, the coronavirus acts as an accelerator to changes that were supposed to happen sometime in the future, but they came earlier. And this mainly due to the, the digitalization the penetration of the, of the e-commerce, the flexible uh, working conditions now, et cetera, et cetera. I agree totally with the introduction of uh, Stelius Zavos, and also with uh, the comments that just uh, Mr. Caritinos uh, mentioned that the clear winner uh, is the data center first. Data centers have becoming, are becoming uh, very popular we have seen uh, big corporations uh, uh, coming to Greece Amazon to establish their Amazon, Microsoft. Sure. We have seen also a, a big transaction happening with uh, Lambda Helix like a month yeah. ago. Uh, so it's uh, the hottest uh, uh, subsector currently in, uh, but not only in Greece, I think globally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, in uh, the, the, the prime energy efficient uh, office building, is again clear winner, first because it provides the, 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 the proper environment and has all the uh, health and safety uh, criteria to be selected by the largest corporations, but also the fact that uh, we have a, a very short uh, supply makes them even more attractive in the Greek uh, region. Uh, if, we, if we touch base a little bit on the, on the hotel sector, I think uh, clearly, and uh, I'm saying that judging from the performance that we saw this summer, mm-hmm. uh, the, the clear winners are going to be the, uh, in Greece, the very high-end exclusive uh, resorts, uh, the type of uh, projects that they offer exclusivity, distance, uh, a sense of uh, remoteness in, in, the, in the traveler. And uh, we own uh, Amantzouë, which is considered the most luxury, this type of resort in Greece. And uh, uh, when it did open because it was closed during the first month, but it opened in the middle of June and onwards, we had a record year, uh, record uh, August, uh, 100 percent occupancy and the same with September and October. So it went really well. so the, the winners, in, in, in my view, is that those are the winners, and mm-hmm. uh, if you add on, on that the, the logistics that Mr. Cardinals mentioned, I think this is like the, the we no-brainer the where you have yeah. to where you have to put your yeah. money in. Thank thank you very much, uh,
1: George Kormas. I wanted to ask you, as we all know, the digital digital transformation was the answer given by the Greek government. To the administrative challenges caused by the COVID crisis. Uh, what is or will be in the foreseeable future the overall effect, effect of the digital disruption and the digital transformation in Greek real estate market?
4: As already mentioned, uh, the, one of the few reasons that uh, the real estate market uh, hasn't collapsed during uh, the period that we have experienced in the past was because of the uh, of the of the level of digitalization that was in place uh, already here i have to say that before the covid uh, reached us um, Piraeus bank and uh, Piraeus bank real estate were one of the few believers in in um, In the digital transformation of uh, of the entire organization therefore um, the heat did find us uh, ready uh, against this challenge and this was the reason why during the first and the second lockdown um, there was no reduction in the density and the perimeter of the um, of the of the offered uh, services by by the bank and by Piref, uh, real estate in particular to the contrary we did manage to increase the the deals that we managed to put on the market and uh, make them uh, uh, reality by closing them Coming back to the future of uh, digitalization in real estate. uh, I think it is a one way ticket. There is no way to avoid it. Uh, I will um, briefly only mention uh, big data, which was already mentioned. And is one of the fields that uh, uh, George and uh, Aris before me mentioned data centers and so on. Imagine that we are all moving towards this direction. So there will be an immense need uh, for that uh, as well. Data, data, um, data is the way to, to create a new product, uh, so to say. Um, AI in real estate is uh, very important as well. And predictive analytics uh belong to the competitive advantages of uh, real estate obviously move to the uh, move to the cloud uh, for property management and so on
5: and the very important
4: thing i would like to mention is the augmented reality because there we do have uh the 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 augmented reality blending with uh, real world which is. uh, which is us. And on this so, field, so George, you we are come... talking
1: about a new era. In, in the we are
4: talking so. about a new era and uh, mm-hmm. talking about the augmented reality. As I wanted to say, we will be displaying and uh, starting something very innovative uh, soon as uh, Piros Bank and Piros Bank Real Estate in particular. You will soon hear from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not allowed to, say, allowed to say that. Just as a For teaser, you. it will be very uh, innovative. And...
1: Uh, at least. Yeah, this is, uh, this is something
4: that uh, it's uh, upcoming and we have been preparing it for long. Okay. Uh, and why all that is uh, of importance. Why that? Because uh, digitalization is, will bring uh, something that is uh, well needed both by nationals and international uh, real estate investors. Which uh, which is to bring transparency in the entire process. This is what we are missing.
1: Sorry to interrupt you. It's very interesting what you are talking mm-hmm. about. But I think uh, we should move on to Tassos Casino Happy to do. And talking talking about uh, the new era, and um, I want to ask him about the the office buildings. Uh, what is your opinion, Tasos? Uh, uh, what is the difference in the performance between Class A and Class B office spaces um, going forward in the post-era, post-COVID era?
6: Yeah, Thank you, Petro. Yeah, office, um, office is a key investment area of uh, Trastor. Um, I think it's fair to say that in the uh, pre-COVID era and due to very low stock of uh, modern office spec in Athens, we observe demand and uh, shift and rental growth uh, shifting to class B spaces and secondary locations.
3: Mm-hmm.
6: However, we think that in the post-COVID area, we expect that class B offices will face repricing um, because of demand shift from, uh, uh, from uh, tenants, but also occupiers we think will demand higher quality and tech-enabled buildings. Um, The impact will not be immediate, um, and the extent of such effects, in our view, um, will be determined by the fundamentals of each local market. For example, very low vacancy and low stock markets like Athens um, will be less impacted than than other areas. Also, we think that the uh, cost benefit between um, uh, physical and remote work, which is still being uh, assessed by corporates, will depend on a number of factors. For example, the type of businesses in the country, IT literacy, infrastructures, digitization, bureaucracy, Mm -hmm. culture, demographics. Well, overall, yes, we do expect an increase in remote work, which was almost non-existent in Greece for COVID-19 but not anywhere near the levels anticipated in uh, in the US. Undoubtedly though, um, there will be a, a dichotomy between class A and class B buildings. Large tenants will certainly put importance on, on wellness, on low carbon footprint, on the IT infrastructure of the buildings that they would occupy. And therefore, I think this will present investment opportunities for new, uh, new build projects with modern specs, as well as for value-add strategies, um, meaning the conversion and upgrade of class B assets in uh, strong locations. And I think in conclusion, I would say that uh, we expect class A offices and demand for those to remain robust and, un- and outperform class B office spaces. Thank you. Thank you Tush. thank you very much. Uh, now I'm going
1: to Stelios Avos, and I want to ask him, uh, Stelios, what, what do you believe um, regarding the EU stimulus package and the COVID-19 recovery fund? Uh, is it going to affect the Greek real estate market? In, in what sense and to what extent? That's a point, Petro, and this is what will make the difference. -hmm. The next
2: generation EU funding is 32 billion, meaning the recovery and the resilient fund has 16 billion in subsidies, 13 billion in loans, and there are extra 3 billion for agriculture. And also, we have an addition, another 19 billion, and that has to happen between 21 and 26, like in six years. Also, we have another 19 billion coming from the ESPA which will bring the total thing closer to 50 billion. Why this is going to be important for real estate and why we believe that this will make still Greece a good destination for investing for the international capital. First thing is that ECB is keeping the rates at a very low level. That's very good for real estate because the yield becomes attractive. Second, all this money coming in the country will create GDP growth. GDP growth always correlates immediately with the residential demand and It will affect the residential. Most of the money will go to infrastructure, which will help basically the logistics, but the GDP growth will help also exports, which will affect logistics. There is a major element of this money going to energy efficiency energy efficiency for the residences and energy efficiency for a lot of these buildings, which will upgrade. So we will see a revitalization, both in the residence and the mm-hmm. office. And we have also the digitalization, which a lot of money will go into that, which will affect both logistics and data centers. So yes, we are looking at a major impact in real estate, even that this will revitalize the growth of the economy,
1: and the specific sectors. Thank you very much, Stelius. Thank you very much. Um, I think we have just four minutes, and I don't know if we have any questions from the Q&A session. Um, but until we have any question, I will. I would like to ask George Hrysikos about the needed changes in Greek real estate, and to what extent you spoke about the catalyst that um, the COVID crisis is a catalyst uh, for these changes. Can you please tell me, tell us what are these changes that are needed for the Greek real estate?
3: Yes, Petros. I mean, uh, to, to to start uh, numbering the changes that uh, we need to have in order to uh, improve significantly the, the, the uh, institutional investing framework, I think we need uh, a lot more time. I would just... Uh, 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 say one thing, which is related to uh, pandemia pandemic uh, and the digitalization that we have seen happening in the country. We have seen the, the, the private uh, uh, sector adjusting very fast, rapidly, making uh, uh, gigantic uh, steps towards digitalization. We have seen the government trying to to introduce Uh, digitalization in a very crucial uh, 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 sector and processes. What we haven't seen, and I think that should be the outcome of the pandemic, is digitalization in specific real estate uh, services, uh, state services like land registry, uh, in order to accelerate the transaction and transferring of, uh, of the assets. As well as uh, mentioned by george kormas you know a uh, 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 data uh, availability of uh, transactions of comparables of, uh, of uh, george, thank, uh, you. Uh, thank levels, you very much because we
1: just have one minute uh, one question to george kormas george the greek banking system is able to finance uh, uh investors who want to invest in greek real estate or who want to to enter into, into uh, development projects
4: the greek banking system uh, has uh, proved uh, proven uh, resilience over the not only over the covid-19 crisis but uh, in the years before uh, it is uh, one of the most uh, well examined banking systems across europe and it uh, it has proven that it has the ability and the strength and the needed liquidity to support uh, any uh, any real estate projects not only real estate projects but we are talking about the real estate projects as per se now and this is uh, proven uh, through the f- participation in the financing of recent uh, of uh, sorry of uh, recent Mega real estate projects in Greece.
1: Thank you. Thank Here you. Here I have to
4: add that obviously it all needs to follow the the new green green deal that applies all over Europe, and obviously uh, only bankable projects uh, will be uh, financed.
1: That's obvious. Correct. Uh, unfortunately, gentlemen, we don't have any more time. I want to thank you very much, all of you, for your insightful contribution in uh, our discussion. Uh, I think our uh, audience uh, 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 got the answers. Uh, I don't see any further Q&A. So thank you very much and hope to see you next year in New York.
0: Thank you. Thank you to everybody. By the way, it was a very well attended panel and uh, a great discussion and I would like to thank you all very much. Thank you.
5: Thank you. Thank you